asking for a start, what it means. It means that he didn't start practicing yet. He learned it, but he didn't start practicing. He didn't start becoming part of life. So now therefore, in the examination, he needs a start to give a reminder now which one is this. So now those start the examiner gives one two words, the first two three words, let us carry on. But what does that mean? It means he didn't start yet practicing. So why? Because either the parents or the child or whatever, they felt all this people learn for the madrasa. They learned it for madrasa and forgot it in madrasa. Now they went home, there was no amal, or day to day, writing a madrasa, no amal. So he didn't start practicing. He started learning, he finished learning, he didn't start practicing. Everything gets left the day the person walks out for the weekend, or he walks out because he ended his course. So the very crucial aspect is the amal. إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءَ says that it is the people of knowledge that truly fear Qatar, only they fear Qatar. If they don't have the khashiyat, the converse of that is that the person without the khashiyat, that is the terminology of the Qur'an Shari, is not a person of knowledge. So, these things go hand in hand. True knowledge, the spirit of ilm, the spirit of ilm creates khashiyat. It creates the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. Now a person is conscious of Allah Ta'ala, he is conscious of Allah Ta'ala all the time. Whether he is alone, whether he is in company, whether he is in public, privacy, just finish off with one incident, whether he is spying incident of Qali Shuddiq, Mahmi Sallallahu which you might have heard many times in the Sabbath but every time that I spoke about it, some way it helped me. So for my own benefit, just your record, just keep your mind again, so just follow the general Suzaka, that incident very quickly, this one youngster used to be staying in one little masjid in India and studying and then during the day he used to go to the madrasa and probably making the imamat and so on. So now while he was busy one night in his mutala and studying, some communal rights broke out. And perhaps Allah whatever happened to one house might have been under attack. One girl ran out and she dashed into the masjid for refuge. She dashed into the masjid, this person got a shock for you, came from here now. So what can I do? This is a condition of my life is in danger. So now because of the life and death situation, but now he said, you can't be here. She said, but I can't go anywhere now. So when this became clear that this is a life and death situation, he said, okay, you went to sit in the far corner of the masjid. A small little masjid, no other place. You sit in the far corner of the masjid. And he sat in the opposite corner, facing the wall. And he carried on the whole night studying his kitab. But he had one candle now, in the candle light, the candle was burning alongside him, there was no electricity. But throughout the night now, she's sitting in the far corner, but she's observing. Throughout the night, every now and again, he's putting his finger in the flame of the candle. Obviously, it starts burning, and he's quickly throwing it out. Every now and again, he's doing this. And after some time now, he found that everything is quiet. So getting closer to Fajr time, so no, please disappear from there now. Because if somebody sees you here, they're not going to understand what happened here. And I'll get falsely accused of something in my whole study will get jeopardized. So please now move from there quickly now. She says, fine, I'll go, but first tell me that you were repeatedly putting your finger in that flame. What was the what is that? Who does that? Is it not your business to go now? So if you don't tell me, I'm not going. So now what does he do now? He's trying to get rid of her from there. Eventually he said to her that after all I've been trying, I'm 
a young person also. And I also was repeatedly being tempted towards haram. Satan was whispering these temptations in my mind that there's an opportunity for you now. Every time that Shaitan whispered this, I put my finger into that flame and when I started feeling that burning, I reminded myself, you can't tolerate this little flame of dunya, how are you going to tolerate the fire behind you? So I was repeatedly reminding myself that the Akhirat, Allah is watching, Allah is aware, Allah knows, Allah sees what I'm doing, Allah knows, the deception of the eyes, what the heart can see, Allah knows. I can sometimes hide from my asatira, from the administrator, the supervisor, or from my parents, or from people in general. Can I hide from Allah? Allah is there. So now this was that taqwa. He was studying, he was alone, he was in privacy. But he had translated his knowledge into amal. He had translated his knowledge into a condition of his heart. That taqwa which he learned about in the kitab had become his condition. That consciousness of Allah Ta'ala that was being the person's life he learned about that had become his condition. So now that guided him. And that saved him from the pitfall of shaitan, from the traction of nafs and shaitan. That's the whole purpose of our study, that whatever we learn becomes a part and parcel of our hearts and lives, that it becomes a part of our daily practical lives. And whether we are in public, whether we are in privacy, wherever we are, we are with the consciousness of Allah. Allah is away, Allah is watching us. When that becomes the condition of a person's heart, inshallah, every step, he'll gain the divine protection of Allah. Allah Ta'ala bless all of us, Allah Ta'ala accept one and all, and grant all his muhabbat, and keep us with istiqamat al till our last breath, wa akhir ba'awan, alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala, alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala, alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala, alhamdulillah. Allah Ta'ala,